Hello, family and friends. I'm here for the last day, day five, with Brett Scudder. And hopefully, Brett, we can do this again someday amen, down there. Amen, I'd love sure. to get an update yeah. on your ministry yeah, and just absolutely. really admire what you're doing. And you and Bobby and uh, your wonderful kids. And I guess we call them teenagers. You don't want to call kids kids. They're 16 <laughs> and 20, I think you said, right? Yeah, so, 19. Uh-huh. Yep. Wonderful children. So. Yeah. Well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your being here with us. When two or more together, you're there in the midst of us, Father. You're here now with us, Father. We thank you for speaking through Brett in this last podcast and just give him the words to say, Father, that will bless people out there. In Jesus' precious name, name. amen. Amen. All yours. Amen. Well, part of, you know, being a missionary is you're learning, always learning new stuff. And of course, you know, we're uh, Uganda, they speak English well, so we really haven't had to learn Luganda, which is the language of the central region, so much. But I want to pick it up because I want to say what they're saying, and so you know, I get we pick up catchphrases. But believe it or not, there's seven or eight, probably more than that, different languages within just Uganda, and Uganda is about the size of Oregon. Wow! And there's 34 million people in Uganda. That's the size of Oregon. So, and, you know, seven, eight different languages. So, you know, I I can't learn all those languages, but thank God that English is the primary language. But, you know, we have different areas of Uganda that we work in. We we work in the, in the East, which is over by Kenya. And so they, they're, they speak some Swahili, but they're actually, the folks there are more, they speak more Luo, they're more Luo people. And so, you know, we get to fellowship with them and we have got a Bible school area over there that, that we uh, have kind of established and developing relationships with different pastors. We were doing a conference over there some years back, just again, getting to know the people of the area. This is before we were teaching SMTI and, you know, I'm just preaching and ministering and I said, well, let's just bow our head and pray. And so we began to pray. I, we probably spent some time praying in tongues. And the next thing I know, this woman starts screaming. And I thought, you know, we're not really shouting, we're not doing anything. And so, you know, just a just a demon manifesting. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I said, well, let's help her out. And, and it turned out to be a young lady. And one of the challenges that I always have is, you know, I want to know what we're dealing with. And so we need discerning of spirits to, yep. to be able to function in that. And so I prayed. I said, Lord, what's going on? She said, this girl's been raped. She's got a child, but she's only probably 13 or 14 probably dealing with a lot of bitterness, a lot of anger. And we have that a lot, by the way. I, I've had to cast out demons out of uh, several people who are in bitterness and unforgiveness. You know, those unforgiveness will lead to demonic possession. And that's why Jesus encourages us to get it out of our life. If you don't forgive someone of their sin, neither will your father forgive you. Come on. And so unforgiveness is deadly. Hatred, anger is deadly. It's deadly to a Christian and so we have to get that out of our life as quickly as we can. So, you know, anyway, I start praying for her. And as soon as I lay my hands on her, she starts rolling like a crocodile. And, you know, to the point where her clothes actually, and I don't mean to be ugly or rude, but her clothes are coming off of her. And I don't, I don't want to see all that. But that's what the devil does to people and just exploits them. The devil is not sweet and kind and lovely to anybody. He hates you. He wants your life destroyed. And so my heart is full of compassion for this dear, sweet girl. She's 13 or 14. She's been raped. You know, again, I'm knowing this by the Spirit of God. And so my, I mean, I'm just crying, but I'm angry at the demon that's that's possessed her life. And so, you know, I'm I'm just cursing that demon. You come out of her in the name of Jesus. After probably a few minutes, she totally just, you know, 
just kind of exhausts and, and the demon, I, I could tell the demon had left her. So I said, Lord, how many demons did she have? He said, she, she had seven demons. And so, you know, that, that's a lot of what, it's not something we constantly deal with, but it's something I'm constantly aware of. Yeah. Even when we were teaching SMTI class, there was a man that, that continually was kind of causing me some problems. And he was supposed to be pre-screened as a pastor. So I said, well, let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. And so this is a, you know, this was actually the second round of classes at this one school. So he was a year one student, but this was not the first intake. This was the second year we'd been teaching. And he kind of would, he kind of smirk at me from time to time. And I'm thinking there's something going on there, but Mm -hmm. we'll just deal with it when the time comes. So he comes up and, and we let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Well, he comes to the front and he's doing some weird stuff. And I'm, I got my eye on him, but I'm, I know God needs to get him delivered. So I'm, we're praying in the Holy Ghost. We're praying in other tongues and just praying in the spirit. And before long, he starts manifesting a demon and he, but he, it wasn't, it wasn't just, you know, she he wasn't just twisting. He, he was actually hacking. He was laying on the, on the altar. <laughs> And I, I thought, I don't know what's going to happen with this guy. I mean, he's spitting up stuff. It's it's weird. It's gross. Wow. Um, and so, you know, I'm like, all right, I probably ought to get another pastor in here just to just to help me because this is this seems to be kind of a strong demon, and it was. But that demon was religion. It wasn't hatred. It wasn't anger. He had a a religious demon. What had happened is he had gotten in with some other people with a different group, and he thought he had a good understanding actually. You know, Dr. Barclay had talked about this recently, but he had been around a, a group of people from a different organization, and we had to get him set free from a religious demon. Wow. And from then on, it was the it was the most stark contrast of a person that I've seen in a long time. Wow. He was such a a belligerent kind of snarky kind of guy. After that, he he was my best student. Believe it or not. He was my best student for the rest of the year. Set free. Set free. Totally set free. He was very compliant before then. He was rebellious, he, just giving us attitude, almost laughing at us. So anyway, having seen that, you know, and kind of watched that, it, it's it's fascinating what the Lord does in people's lives, no matter what level of Christianity they were at. You know, and so we've had a lot of, we've cast a lot of demons out, but really dealing with a lot of religiosity I mean, and seeing how that can capture someone thinking that they're somewhere that they're not um, and, and then getting them set free from and it's one of the greatest things I have but you know in in that we get to we get to enjoy we see you know we'll we'll travel to different places we've got places that we go and we have to kind of pass through a zebra you know crossing area there's another area that we don't get to very often but we got to stop and wait for the elephants to cross the road you know just some <laughs> cool things I I took a picture one time I said what you know how was your commute to work today. This was mine, you know, just, uh, we get to see baboons in one side, but you know, I'm just really grateful though, that that the Lord allows us to do what we get to do and, you know, get to minister to so many different people. And, you know, we're now on radio in Kampala, the radio program we've had for the past year and a half or so, we're we're reaching about 675,000 people every, every program. And so we're reaching a lot of people with getting some good doctrine out there, getting some good teaching. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot of fun. We get to see some of the wildest things, you know, uh, people moving around. You know, we'll see four or five people on a motorcycle. We've seen caskets on a motorcycle. 
just, you know, some fun stuff like that. But again, the joy of our life is really just getting to serve Jesus and do what we never, ever, never, ever dreamed we could do. We're grateful for it. It's, yeah. a, it's a powerful thing. And your pastor's been out there with us. Yeah. He's seen a little bit of it too. And You know, Brett, when you're talking, it went off in my spirit. You know, some of y'all listening maybe haven't advanced in your walk yet to believe in some of the supernatural mm-hmm. things. I just encourage you, don't limit God. Amen, amen. You know, we don't know everything and we... We have to believe the Bible, and Mark 16 is true whether or not absolutely. we choose to believe it or not. That's absolutely true. And so you talked about the fun stuff with the zebras and the elephants, but part of ministry and part of our calling is to believe the Word of That's God, right. and these That's signs right. shall follow yep. those that suffering. believe. That's right. That's right. And so I just want to encourage our listeners out there, just don't give up on that stuff. Don't say, ah, I don't believe in that. I don't, yeah, I don't walk yeah. in that because... You can't walk in things with unbelief. It's impossible to please God right, without faith right. in those areas. I just want to encourage you, if you would pray for our listeners, Amen. maybe in that area where yeah, you just, absolutely. that you're set absolutely. free from those opinions that you have yeah, in the past. Absolutely. Well, Father, we, we want to just say thank you again for the Word of God, that the Word of God is our example. And Jesus, we know that you had to cast out demons in your time on earth. And so if you did it, why should we not think that it would happen again even in our own time? Lord, these things, the realm of the supernatural is very, very real. In fact, it's more real than what we see with our eyes. Father, help us to have faith, to walk in all that you have for us. Lord, help us to believe, Mark 16, that in your name we will speak with new tongues. We will cast out demons. Father, help us to believe that what you said about us we can have. Even Jesus, you said These works shall you do in greater. So help us, Lord Jesus, to walk in the greater works that you have for us. May we never, ever limit you or your power in our life. Lord, we need you, and Lord, we want you. Give us more of you that we may help this people, help this country, help this nation to turn their hearts back to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Brett, thank Praise you God. so much. Amen. It's Thanks for having me. It, it's been an honor for me to be on. Really Thanks for having look me. Look forward to doing it again. Amen. Amen. Uh, and I bless your all of your listeners. Thanks for listening in and tuning in. God yes, bless you. Thank you. If you want to Amen. reach Brett, please do so at the scudderfamily.org, S-C-U-D-D-E-R. And please consider uh, donating to that wonderful ministry and helping those pastors over there to grow in the Word of God so they can help their people. Yeah, absolutely. So we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.